Hey, thanks for clicking or subscribing to the Morning X This Week podcast, powered by Expert Electronics. Here are all the clips we didn't hate this week. 1049 The Morning X, it is Kevin. On Monday mornings, we like to cleanse your palate a little bit with some positive news stories, and we like to take a look at the good news. What do you want? And what do you want? Some good news for a change? Some good news. Got some good news. Fine. Some good news. Some good news for Some good news. We have some good news. Well, let's hear it. Well, McDonald's is giving uh, teachers free breakfast all week. I like that. You a teacher on your way to work today? McDonald's giving uh, teachers free breakfast all week, just like they did with the first responders and healthcare workers earlier this year. Matt Hall, what do you think about that? Uh, you had me at McDonald's. <laughs> How about free breakfast for radio DJs who wake up at the crack ass at dawn every day? Problem is, we're in here. That's true. During the hours when you can go and get McDonald's breakfast. That's true. You can choose from an egg McMuffin, sausage biscuit, or bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit, plus hash browns and a drink. Gotta get that orange orange juice, man. I get see, I get like a, a pop when I when I go through there. Do they put some sort of addictive chemicals in, do. in the orange juice at McDonald's? Because it no. is, it is, I, I always want more immediately. Did you know though, their pop uh, is. Actually, it has more carbonation and is colder, so that's why a Coke at McDonald's tastes better than a Coke at any other fast food place. It is phenomenal. It is pretty good, especially when you're hungover. Just want to point out, McDonald's hasn't paid us to say any of this. We're, no, no, no. We're, we're just fat guys. I'm loving it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, in other good news, there. <laughs> A uh, guy in Kansas just got his wallet back after 50 years. Really? Yeah, apparently his wallet went missing back in the early 70s, and somebody just turned it in. <laughs> Where was it? Like, I, you know, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure. His driver's license was still inside, though. I don't, I don't know if any of his cash was still there. Losing your wallet's the worst. You ever lose your wallet? Yes. I, I can remember specifically. It was my birthday. I had like 90 bucks in my wallet. I was really excited because we we're going to go out and have some fun. We went to a Halloween store. My birthday is two days before Halloween. Mm-hmm. Went to a Halloween store, bought a costume, and as we left the Halloween store, I left my wallet on top of my car. <laughs> I drove away. Yep, I drove away. <laughs> Somebody sent it back to me uh, without the $90 in there. <laughs> well, you know what, though? I would take that. Give because it, Finder's fee, right? It's a pain to get a new driver's license and all that stuff. So That's it why is. I always say if I ever get like mugged or robbed, uh, you can have the money. Just give me my license, and then you can have everything else. Right. Don't make me go to the DMV. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a pain in the ass. So I was, it is. I was glad for that anyway. Yes. He paid the finder. I paid the finder's fee. <laughs> 90 bucks. $90. That's BS, though. Come on. Take, like, if it was me, I would have took 20 all right? Even a 50% yeah, fee. That would have been fine. The whole 90 Come on. Yeah, that was, that was a lot of money to steal from a kid, you know? Yeah. I was, I was young and stupid, and that's why that happened. Uh, there is an ongoing bus driver shortage. I hear that. Yeah. I know this is uh, sounding like not such good news, but uh, something cool happening in Columbus, Ohio. A guy named Sean Rogers took matters into his own hands and started taking kids to school in a stretch limo. There you go. His dad owns a limousine service, so he borrowed one. Took 25 kids to school last Monday. 42 kids to school on Tuesday. <laughs> that would be cool. How cool would it be for the limo to roll up next to your house? Get in, go to school, like... Like a Kardashian or something? Yeah, well, I grew up in the 90s when they thought every kid would get kidnapped no matter what. Oh, yeah, we grew up in the, the age of uh, vans and don't don't take candy. My parents would have been like, yeah, you are not getting in that stretch limo. <laughs> My mom would have been like, just get to school. I don't care. Haven't you watched 60 Minutes? <laughs> tick, 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 
you're going to get kidnapped. Tick, 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 tick. That was the message in the 80s and 90s. You will be kidnapped. Oh, yeah. Not not just it's possible, so don't talk to strangers, but somebody will kidnap you by the time you were 12. They pounded that into your head every single day. But you know what? It worked because to this day, windowless vans scare the crap out of me. (laughs) When I was a kid, there was... Rumor going around. Do you remember Homie the Clown from, yes. from In Living Color? Yes. Damon Wayans played a clown named Homie, and he would bop you on the head that. and say, Homie, don't play that. Right. Well, there was a rumor that somebody dressed like Homie the Clown was going around our neighborhood in a van that said, Ha Ha, written on the side. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, so we were all terrified of Homie the Clown. But yeah, I mean, that was the day we lived in. we go to school every day. Did you get kidnapped yet? No. <laughs> it'll come, man. It'll come. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't worry. It'll come. Uh, If you want uh, some good news stories from your own backyard, you should check out rockrivercurrent.com. That is your weekly dose of good news. Someone dropped off free donuts in the kitchen. We're going to go down there and lick them all. That's hot. We'll be right back on the Morning X. Before 9 the Morning X, it is Kevin. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the Bears this morning because uh, the Bears got themselves a little victory yesterday. How about that? 20-9 over the Vegas Raiders yesterday. You know, whenever there's a win or like a catastrophic loss, once in a while I like to take a listen to the post-game interviews to find out what's really going on, to find out what the secret is to the success or what the reason was for the massive failure. And uh, today we're going to take a look at a, at a couple of people and their post-game interviews. Uh, the first one, we're going we're gonna to talk to Coach Matt Nagy, and uh, he was talking a little bit about uh, what he requires of the team. That we f- Plain and simple. I don't make it hard. Um, I just make it real simple. And uh, these guys, they f- and it's tight. Uh, these guys love each other. And when you love each other, man, you f- hard for each other. It's crazy how that works. It's calloused us. It's made us tougher. Uh, but in the end, you get to see it reveals a lot about a lot of people. And I just know that locker room right now of the people that we have in there, um, it's it's real. It's authentic, and it makes it fun to f- Okay, that's great. Thank you, Matt Nagy. I appreciate that. But what about um, what about the O line? What about the improvements on offense? You know, I, I just think that Bill Lazor has done a phenomenal job at being able to come in here and get guys in a rhythm and and be able to f- who's hot and the other coaches on staff. It's a group deal, so everybody included is is um, is what makes it special. And you know, again, we get into the tight end t- every week, and I don't know which direction that's going to go, but I do know this. I know those tight ends are f***ing their butts off right now. All right. Well, that's that's good to know. You know, I don't care how you get your success as long as you keep on winning. You know, that's that's my favorite thing. Uh, but one other guy who had a really big game yesterday, Jesper Horstead, tight end, made a really big grab in the end zone for a touchdown for the Bears. Justin Fields to Jesper Horstead. And uh, here he is talking about his relationship uh, with Justin Fields. Just kind of made eye contact with him as he was and slowed it down a little bit. But he had his back to me, so all he can see is where my eyes are going. Like I said, Justin put it right here on the money. It's huge. It's a big dip morality-wise. It gives us a lot of momentum going into next week. So, Well, we appreciate that. And, uh, of course, we hope for more Chicago Bears victory. So however you got to get it, get it. That's Locker Room Talk. We're going to take a break because sitting on your ass and drinking coffee in between fart jokes is just so exhausting. 104.9 The Morning X. 1049 The Morning X at 818. It is Kev. That's right. Celebrating a Chicago Bears victory this morning. 20 to 9 over the Las Vegas Raiders yesterday. And here to talk about it, as always, Wally Dismail from FootballAbsurdity.com. Good morning, dude. Good morning. How are you doing, Kevin? <laughs> Good. What was, song, what was the song that was just playing? That would be uh, Bear Down Chicago Bears. No, the one that was on the radio. 
Oh, uh, but uh, Megadeth, Symphony of Destruction. Oh, okay. I haven't heard that before. That was a good song. Oh, well, uh, I'm happy to introduce you to new old songs. Yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> uh, how's it going, man? How you feel it's after going you... all right. I mean, I, is, did the game actually end 29? Are we still on hold from that fourth quarter, like, challenge? That's, that felt like it take, took forever. Do you remember that, where they were challenging whether they got the first down, and it just, I got... 20 minutes later, they were still challenging it because that's that's our house, is just sitting there. Yeah, uh, I don't remember it taking that long. Uh, you're, you're, refer- I... you're referring to the first down, the Raiders' first down, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the challenge taking that long, but, but I will tell you this. There are some rules in the game that I just don't understand, and I'm referring to the Raiders' touchdown where they broke the plane, but it was knocked out of his hands in the middle of the play. So how come in oh. every other situation you have to maintain control, but if you lose a ball on a play like that, it's all good? The minute the, minute the nose of that football touches the plane, it's a touchdown. Anything that happens after that is irrelevant. That's all that is. Okay, but if you catch the ball, you have to maintain control. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but he didn't. But he didn't need to catch it. He already had the ball. So uh, once it crossed, it's a touchdown. Okay. Uh, either way, either way, we got the win. Didn't stop us. So uh, what? Do yeah, you, do but you... also, also remember, it doesn't matter. The Bears <laughs> are still just going to be mad. Like it didn't make the game. That that was the most boring win. It was like, yeah, we won. But they didn't do uh, – no, I won't say there wasn't anything that got me excited. That Darnell Mooney uh, third-down conversion from Justin Fields was like, oh, yeah, that's what a quarterback does. You know, you had that moment where you're like, yes, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I need. Right. I mean, you, I'm, you're, I'm glad you're able to at least see some of the positives because, I mean, I actually didn't think it was that boring of a game. People were getting smashed up and hurt all over the place. I thought it was a pretty well, – I thought it, it, was a, it was a good fight. It wasn't. I don't know that it was boring so much as it was. Uh, it, it didn't feel like the Bears like came out and dominated. It just kind of won because the Raiders were the Raiders. <laughs> you know, like despite being three and one, they just kept making stupid penalties that kept the Bears alive and things. And it was just. I mean, and that's you know, great. Usually, that's us. Usually, yeah. we're the ones making the stupid penalties, costing us the game. Uh, and don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll happily take uh, that. You know being on the other side of that for a while. Well, wait a minute. It's so, always nice. I believe last week when we talked, it was the Bears are probably going to lose because the Raiders are the Raiders. Yeah, you know what? I will say this. Uh, the, uh, between the Chargers game that they lost last week and this game, they didn't look like the same team they looked in the first three weeks. Mm. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think I think what it is is the, they're both probably about 500 teams. So... Okay, I mean that'd be interesting this year too because you can't be five hundred because there are now an odd number of games. Oh, that's also true, but they're going to hover right around that area is what I'm is what I'm trying to say. We're going to have a you uh, we're going to have a, a nine and seven teams. Is that what you think? I could, yeah, I could and I could honestly see them being a ten win team. It so wouldn't surprise uh, me, um, but it doesn't feel like they're getting better. Is also the problem. Although you know, I will say they they ran the football well, which was nice. Like I, I don't know. It's going to take a lot for me to start believing in the Bears again. Is like that that Cleveland game and the way Nagy's been handling things still has me very pessimistic. So, so what about a, what about a win over the Packers this weekend? Would that would that change things a little bit for you? It would change a lot for me. If you beat the Packers, I take back every bad thing I said. <laughs> and is that just a rivalry thing, or, or does that really truly make you? No, believe? It's, it means that you're beating the best team in your division. That means you have a chance at your division if you can beat them. As simple as that. Yeah, I mean, look, okay, the the Packers 
they won against the Bengals, but it came down to an overtime field goal. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's it's not like they're bowling over football teams. No, we we beat the Bengals. Right. So yeah, I hear you. I don't I don't think there's reason to think oh it's an automatic win for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I, I think uh, that we're going to give them more trouble than they're his, expecting. History would say otherwise. <laughs> it would. As a matter of fact, yes, it would. But yeah. uh, you know, I, I don't think there's. Uh, reason to just go into this weekend's game thinking as we're going to lose. Yeah, you know, that that's that's cute that you don't feel that way. <laughs> like uh that you could still feel hope after all these years is it's adorable, Kevin. It's not that I feel hope, it's just that I, you know, just I, I like to at least hold on to some semblance of uh confidence in my team that uh, I'm a fan of. I'm just a fan, that's all. I'm not an that's analyst. Cool. I'm not an analyst. I'm a fan. I'm a fan too. Uh, I also, but my fandom. I know many a fans who will tell you that there's no way they're going to beat the Packers, no matter what. We could have been undefeated at this point. They would still say that. Like, yeah. Well, you you those are the fans that remember. You are the man who coined the phrase "hope is a lie." Uh, so hope I, is a I lie. Can't expect, yeah. I can't expect much from you, but even after the win yesterday, twenty to nine, I messaged you to make sure you were cool for today, and you said, "I can't promise I won't be angry." I'm like, "What is it going to take, man?" <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not angry. I'm just. Uh, I will say one thing I was angry about. Those announcers uh, kept talking about how Justin Fields didn't wear a rib protector. I'm like, he hyperextended his knee. Like, why are we talking about this? Oh, I thought they when, when they were talking about that. I thought they were talking about uh, when when they had to throw Andy Dalton out there. They had to rush in and give him his rib protector because he wasn't expecting to go in, so he wasn't wearing it. Oh, is that what they were saying? I, th- I was I, wondering. Yeah, I thought they were talking about Justin Fields not wearing it. I'm like, yeah, but he hurt his knee. Like, why are you talking about? That? By the way, the hyperextended knee. Whenever they show that in slow motion, no matter who it yeah. is, it, it, it that's one of the worst injuries to watch. Like, it's 100 percent agree, oh. and especially for Justin Fields, because in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, this is how he dies. <laughs> like, his Bears fans can't have nice things. Like, I, I'll, I'm going to be waiting for at least the next two years, assuming he's going to have a career-ending injury. Like that's just there in me waiting. Uh, yeah, it, it's you got to expect that, right? Because because when... Bears quarterback, and I, I don't doubt his talent. I think he's going to be a star. So the only thing that can keep him from being good is a horrific injury. Yeah, I mean you got you got Montgomery on the IR right now. As soon as yeah. he started doing wonderful things, he's on the IR now. So I mean it's just a uh... and, and the positive is the Bears were missing their best offensive player. They still put up twenty points and and that, running that's... yards. Yeah, and that says something. So, like, I'm not, like, totally miserable, but I just I, – I can't actually believe in the Bears either. That's really what it is. <laughs> well, we'll see We'll see how things go this weekend. Let's let's actually get your honest prediction for this weekend's game. Uh, who wins by how much? Um, honestly, I would say the Packers will win. The score should be 200 to 7. <laughs> 200 that's uh that'd be, that'd yeah, be some it, kind of it, record it, it, it feel it feels right <laughs> well you heard it right here 207 packers this weekend uh packers and bears take, take the over yeah yeah i'll take it i'll take it sure uh while it is mail from footballabsurdity.com tell us again how to find you on twitch oh yeah football absurdity that's just where we're at by the way absurdity is spelled with an a for, for many, yeah. many, many decades, I thought it was spelled with an O, like absurdity, but it is spelled with an A, absurdity. Find him on Twitch, yeah. Waleed Ismail, on Twitter at I am the Waleed. Thanks, dude. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yep. And now those words you'd long for your whole life. I've got a turtle head poking More on the Morning X.
after this. 1049 The Morning X, it's Cav time for this week's Celebrity Dump. Really to dump on celebrities, because why not? They say punch up, right? Let's start with George Clooney. He said he's toyed with the idea of public office. He said in a recent interview that he was going to forego the idea, though, especially presidential run, because at 60, he thinks he's too old. I don't think he realizes that he's still 60 years too young to run for president. Despite being seen together at Saturday Night Live over the weekend, Kim and Kanye want everybody to know that they're not back together and the divorce is still a thing and they both plan on continuing to work together at being the two most irritating people on planet Earth. Lead singer of Smash Mouth was caught in a video threatening his audience. He was wasted at a show and uh, threatened to kill one audience member's family. (laughs) Pretty intense. Uh, That didn't even phase the audience. Uh, The audience member finally agreed to back off, though, when the band threatened to play All-Star again. And finally, Tom Cruise has apparently already begun practicing for a stunt in the next Mission Impossible movie. He's going to fly a World War II biplane called the Boeing Stearman Model 75, built in 1943. And uh, in the movie, it's going to be in a chase with another old aircraft. And Tom Cruise says the most difficult part of the stunt is uh, that he's going to do it without being a dick to the cast and crew. And that is your Celebrity Dump. 104.9. The Morning X will return after Kev's done crop dusting the country station. 104.9. The Morning X. And uh, Matt Hall is here. What's up, buddy? Hey, good morning. What the hell happened to your White Sox, dude? Uh, 10 to 1? Don't even get me started, all right? (laughs) 10 to 1? You know, they tried. At least they made the playoffs. I can give them that, at least. Yeah, at least my team didn't set unfair expectations. (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) Either way, I say they made it maybe, maybe next year, huh? Yeah, probably not, though. <laughs> They're just not a good playoff team. I don't get it. They get to the playoffs, and they kind of... Well, as far as the Cubs go, let me tell you this. I've seen what the team is like, and you wait until 2016. We are going to kick some ass. <laughs> 20s, wait, what year is it now? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here, Matt, because yeah. it is time for the Halloween edition of What Are They Offended About Now? I'm offended. A very short and a very simple phrase, but... Somehow it controls our lives in one way or another. Oh my god! Oh my god! This language is offensive. I'm offended by you being offended by my offensiveness. And we are taking a look at the uh, new poll. I'm offended by the use of your word poll. <laughs> uh, ask parents which Halloween costumes they think should be banned from stores. Right. And it's not like I disagree with any of these, by the way. Some of these we just don't need. But uh, first they asked, what was the most offensive Halloween costume of all time? Of all time? Any guesses what they thought the most offensive Halloween costume of all time was? O.J. Simpson. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, because at one point O.J. Simpson would have been okay to dress up as. Yeah, but not after like 1992. And not if you're a white guy. <laughs> yeah. You don't yeah. want to be going as O.J. Oh, yeah, I got you, too. If you're a white guy. Yeah, I got you. Uh no, the most offensive costume of all time. Apparently, this was in 2017. They came out with, and you can find this in stores, the, an Anne Frank costume. I don't even know what. What does that even entail? You know. I mean, I you know, think about Anne Frank, but like a, I don't know, like a, whatever little girls wore at that I, time period. I don't, I don't like that at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and a, maybe a diary. He had a diary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's just not necessary and not funny, frankly. It's. It's frankly right. I well, didn't mean. I didn't mean <laughs> did that. You mean that? I promise you, I didn't mean that. But seriously, yeah. No, I mean, it's just a bad. It's hacky, as as comedians say, hacky. Yeah. Uh, 
45% of parents say that uh, that costume should be banned forever, which, yeah, why Sure. Why hasn't it been if it hasn't? I didn't even know it was a thing. But uh, 43% say anything with blackface, so your OJ idea, not good. Yeah. Let's make it clear, Matt was not planning to go as OJ. No, you just asked me what's an offensive costume. Right. I thought maybe OJ Simpson would not be a good person right. to go as because, you know, he's a murderer. Hey, man. Oh, that's what Halloween is about. He got off. <laughs> oh, did he? He got off. I don't know if you remember that whole thing. But... Well, did, did he? Though? Did he, though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was held responsible in yeah. that civil, civil court case or whatever. But uh, anything with the Confederate flag. Of course. On this list. Anything transphobic, mm-hmm. which it used to be hilarious for a guy to go as a lady for Halloween. I think you still can if you, you do a, it. You the go right to a way. Halloween party with boobs in your shirt and a wig. and uh, but, but is it okay now? Think about today's climate. Is that okay now? I mean, if you do it respectfully, I don't know. How do you do it respectfully? I don't know. It's Halloween. You know, it's hard to judge. Yeah. So. That's tough. Yeah. Uh, Pandemic-related costumes. Oh, yeah. Well, what if you, like, wrap yourself in toilet paper or something? Then you're a mummy. Oh, that's true. You are. Yeah. Then you look like a mummy. (laughs) I actually did that when I was a kid. I wanted to go as a mummy, and I wrapped myself in toilet paper and bandages, and uh, it was pretty cool. So no COVID stuff. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean... There was thing about COVID Bernie earlier this year, a little costume. Where what's wrong with see? What's wrong with that? Or like <laughs> going as hand sanitizer or something? Is that so terrible? I mean, it's outdated now. Is that also hacky to go as like a box of, you know, Clorox wipes or something? <laughs> I guess I'm the Pfizer vaccine. Yeah, yeah or a giant or a vaccine. Yeah. Uh, overtly sexual costumes say that these are parents, by the way. Okay. Saying that uh, sexy nurse, sexy cop, etc. What? That's like Halloween staples. Get out of here with that one. Well, yeah. Obviously, you don't want your kid dressing up like that. But if I'm an adult going to an adult party, yeah, well, and I want to dress up as a sexy fireman. They were in college at one point, too. So, their parents right. were. Yeah. Give me a break with that. Get out of here with it. Halloween is the greatest night ever. <laughs> how, <laughs> how long was your skirt last Halloween? Yeah, exactly. Think about that. A homeless people costume. All right, well. Now, there's a difference between a homeless person costume and a quote-unquote hobo costume. Yes, thank you. Hobo, you got to have, like, the uh, the stick with the... There's, like, an old classic look uh, with the bindle. Yes, uh, is that what it's called? It's a bindle, yeah. A bindle, yeah. A stick with the bandana I mean, full of stuff. If you go to Party City, I believe hobo is one of the things you can choose. Right, and that's an old classic imagery of thing of uh, hobos on trains. Yeah. Uh, religious costumes don't dress up as a priest I or wouldn't. the pope. Yeah. Now, can you dress up as the guy from Ghost, who's kind of like the... Oh, Papa? Yeah, Papa Emeritus or whatever. <laughs> He's cool. <laughs> Ghost is awesome. Yeah, and that's a pretty terrifying costume, especially, especially his latest one. Their, their concerts, if you ever get to see them, go see them. They're awesome. Uh, yeah, one of the best shows I've seen. Mm-hmm. 45% of parents say they uh, regret some of their past Halloween costume choices, which are now considered inappropriate or offensive. Like, yeah, maybe they did go as OJ in 1994. And I bet you in 94 they did. Yeah, that was Shouldn't bit, have done that. They, like, you, you wear the uh, the one glove or whatever. Don't run for office. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> nope. They will find that picture and yeah. take you down. They, whatever you've done in the past, it's there. <laughs> hey, that's the Halloween edition of What Are They I'm Offended? offended I'm offended, sir. No. You guys are gross and lame. 104.9. Like it or not, you and your friends are a part of it now. The Morning X. 1049 The Morning X. But before we continue, Matt, I got a, I got a, something I just read. Okay. Something I just read is now up my ass and I can't get it out. So Get it out there. Uh, we've been pronouncing Ikea wrong. Really? Yeah, apparently. Well, how do you say it? Apparently it's Ikea. 
Is that how it's supposed to be pronounced? I mean, that's what I just read. Hmm. I yeah. mean, if, if that's if that's to be believed, then yeah, we've been saying it wrong this whole time. Well, I like to put the, the letters together the way I want to put them together. <laughs> so you just pronounce things no matter. Yeah, it doesn't whatever. Matter. Whatever. Doesn't matter if the person who invented the word comes along and says that's not how you well, say it. Well, if that's it. what the person who invented it says, then yes, then I'll go with what they say. Yeah, the company of IKEA is saying we've been all saying it wrong, okay. which doesn't make sense to me because they have advertising, and if they're if the advertising has said IKEA and no one from their camp said uh, you got to change that because you're saying it wrong, hmm. uh, then that doesn't make sense to me. Being yeah. in the, being in the media, that bugs me. Okay, I'm I'm indifferent. All right. <laughs> I hope it didn't ruin your day. No, it did. Okay. It it did. <laughs> the things that bother you sometimes. The things they don't communicate to us. Like, for example, how to put together their equipment. Like, like with words and not cartoons of people putting things together. You get like that little wrench, and then you, that's it. Then you get the box, and then you the instructions. I need you to write it out for me. Because I can't guess what you're trying to tell me. Your weird-looking cartoon dude is just kneeling down... <laughs> It's, it's it's really confusing. Uh, but it is uh, that time, our favorite time of the week, when we take a look at what's going on in the weirdo pool in uh, Rockford Misconnections. And I'm just looking for my button. That's just, I need my, There it is. Craigslist, of course, a horrible place to look for love. Worst place ever. They should take it down. But there you have it. Every week we have new posts in the Misconnections section there. Well, let's, let's hear them. I'll get to it. Well, you're taking forever. Hurry man, up. This is impatience. I'm a busy man here. today. All right. <laughs> All right. So this one says, woman in red dress, a quick trip in Broadhead. We met that in front of the soda fridge. That wasn't fast. That wasn't you. Sarcastic guy, you. Yeah, well, they don't give me this job because I'm pleasant. <laughs> That's for sure. All right. Let's hit it. Woman let's... in red dress, a quick trip in Broadhead. Broadhead, Wisconsin, just over the border. Okay. Uh, we met in front of the soda fridge and talked for a short. Oh, nice. That's all it says. Talked for a short. I like that one. That's not too bad. Not a short minute, short while, just a short. <laughs> so it was a quick trip. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The the brilliance that is the Morning X. Says you were wearing a red dress. You were tall and beautiful. Ooh. I would like to talk again sometime. You said you were from Monroe. You were heading home from Janesville. Respond with what kind of drink you like. I was in camo. Of course he was. <laughs> All right, so if you're in camo and you're not in the military, that means you're a douche, right? A hunter, maybe. Like, I don't know. It's Wisconsin. I mean, if you don't have a reason, if you're just wearing it for fashion. If you're just wearing camo, I don't know, yeah, or you're a rapper or something. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, yeah, you, don't wear your camo. That's like stolen valor, isn't it? I, I wouldn't go that far. Camo's <laughs> cool. I like camo. Like, I just, you know, I like army Who, who are you pants. hiding from? That's true. He's hiding in the snack aisle behind some chips. I was looking at you with my camo. He's out hunting for some strange at the uh, gas station, apparently. Well, good luck to him. While you're at the quick trip, pick me up some of those cheese curds. Those are awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Valley Produce. Oh. Saturday, 6 p.m. in line. This is Love's Park location. Oh. So it can't be you, can it? No. It's a sad live right uh, there. There was a white-haired guy with you while you were in line. You had a lot of cheese, and I joked about it. <laughs> you said you were going to your sister's. If you see this, hopefully you'll respond. Nothing to lose. Well, were you buying a lot of cheese? 
at the Valley Produce the other day, who, Matt? Who's, no, who was the white-haired guy? That's what I want to know. Uh, it could be Richard Dreyfus. It could be Steve Martin. It could be Santa Claus. Santa Claus? I was thinking maybe Santa. That's my, my first. The owner of Jurassic Park? That guy? <laughs> I doubt he's in Rockford and loves Park. He might be. <laughs> I've named all the white-haired people I can think of. Ooh, well, Donald Sutherland. It was Donald Sutherland. It, it right? had to be him. Yeah. I don't know. I hope. Good luck to that. <laughs> what are you going to do with all that cheese besides get constipated? I hope he made a cut the cheese joke. <laughs> I mean, if he didn't, then he missed out. <laughs> Who cut the cheese? That was this guy, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Is this guy going to cut all that cheese? <laughs> Who's going to cut all that? You? Hopefully. Oh, man. Well, I'll help you find that guy. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Just click this one. It's, it it's got removed. Flagged for removal. Oh, so it was too dirty for Craigslist. Oh, I was well, going to read it. Now, now oh, I don't have bad. a third one. That's all right. You know what? <laughs> I think we've I think we've cut the cheese enough here. You think we have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck to everybody. Camo guy at the quick trip. And, you know, the lady in line and the guy who saw her with her cheese. They're never going to meet up. No, they're not. <laughs> I would love to see the stats on like how often these things actually turn out in someone's favor. Like someone actually reads it and it was like, "Oh, that was me," and then they and they meet up. There's got to be right because it's not like it's eHarmony.com. No, it's got to be a very low percentage. It's not like the Craigslist guy goes on TV and goes, "99 percent of couples who meet on misconnections yeah. end up married." You know, right. like it's not the same. This isn't. Uh, this is. This isn't. We match you on 25 <laughs> points of weirdoness. <laughs> Are you <laughs> fill out your creepiness profile? Yeah, twenty five points of creepiness, <laughs> and we promise you'll get murdered or may. <laughs> and if you don't get murdered, your money back guaranteed. And that is Rockford Misconnections. This is the Morning X. If spilling hot coffee on your crotch with a morning show, that would be us. Eight thirteen on the Morning X on the fourteenth of October, Thursday morning, which means we have our weekly meeting with Dan from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. He's back. Welcome back, dude. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah, it is a good morning, believe it or not. I feel crappy, but I'm doing okay. You're, you're here. It's That's a little all chilly, that matters. A little chilly and wet. It uh, is a little chilly. But we're going to be all right. Uh, yes. We got coffee. Weak coffee at that. <laughs> Weak coffee. The person who makes a coffee in this building uh, needs lessons. We need to add some more grounds, at least maybe like just a scoop or two more than we're using. Because if you can see through the base coffee. Yeah. You need stronger coffee. Right. I need to not see through it. I need like a matte finish <laughs> on my coffee. Uh, other than that, though, I think we're in good shape this morning. And it looks like we got a fun weekend ahead of us in the Rockford region. So uh, let's, let's get started. What do we got? Yeah. So this might uh, pique your interest here. Get the lead out. A Led Zeppelin cover band is coming to the Coronado on Saturday at <laughs> 8 p.m. Get the lead out. You know, like that's a, a good name for a Led Zeppelin cover band because, you know, we don't really do it anymore. I'm not sure if they do it on the other rock stations around here, but there used to be a radio feature. Like every hour we get the lead out. And uh-huh. like it's like one Led Zeppelin song per hour. We, we play some Led Zeppelin yeah, how, how much do you play? Not a lot. It's okay. it's it's in low percentages because you know we're, the rock we play is a little bit newer. Okay. It's not new by any means that we play a lot of '90s stuff yeah. here. But like you know, Zeppelin is you know once in a while. You know, we play the the harder Zeppelin stuff, I guess. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we're not getting the let out. But you know, that's a great name for a cover band. I like that. Yeah, I've, I've heard they're pretty good. So get out there, check it out at Coronado. Um, buy your tickets ahead of time and uh, have a good good night out downtown. And by that theory, if you were going to start a Metallica cover band, you would have to call it Mandatory Metallica. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all about the all about the name, the radio features. Yeah. <laughs> If you name it after a radio feature, it would have to be Mandatory Metallica, for sure. 
But yeah, I've, heard, like I've actually heard good things about Get the Let Out, uh, the band. Good. Good. So check that out. And then a uh, similar neighborhood here. We have uh, National Fossil Day at the... Uh, no, All right. At, uh, <laughs> at, you guessed it, Burby Museum. Did you say a similar feature? No, similar neighborhood. Oh, similar neighborhood. Yeah. I was. Well, yeah. I thought that was a hilarious joke. You should have stuck <laughs> with should've. it. Because Led Zeppelin are fossils. They're fossils. <laughs> Led Zeppelin are fossils. Oh man, I would I would have stuck with the joke. That's yeah, sorry, sorry, it went over my head. So go to National Fossil Day and see Jimmy Page and Robert Plant for the fossils that they are. Always take credit when I thought you said something funny. Yes. Okay. Now you know. Now you know. I'm I'm still going to give you credit for that one. Okay. (laughs) Because it wouldn't have happened if you hadn't have said that. But go ahead. Fossil Day. Fossil Day this Saturday from uh, from ten to five. Um, Check out the booths. As always, there's the two pretty big dinosaurs there already. It's a great reason to go check out Burby, and um, yeah, lots of stuff for kids. uh, Mick Jagger there. Yeah, some other Keith Richards. What are some other fossils (laughs) that might be there? Maybe Paul McCartney's in there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, they're still hanging around. <laughs> this is fighting words in some circles, but I mean, come on. How are these people still playing guitars? I feel like my fingers would fall off. They're still going, yeah. still hanging on. So then finally here we have uh, Disney's Descendants the Musical. So something to take your kids to this Thursday cool. through Sunday, and they're all at various showtimes, and this takes place at the Rockford University Maddox Theater. So... The musical is about four villain kids, and they have a difficult choice to make if they should follow their parents' footsteps or learn to be good. You know, I think that's a good... Interesting. It's a big dilemma I think we all face. Yeah, you never think about the kids of these villains, right? Yeah. That's a good point. See, like, like you think about Luke Skywalker, obviously Darth Vader's kid, right? Yeah. So... You know, like he has to make that choice too at some point in their life. So this is just Star Wars on ice. That's all that is. <laughs> this isn't this isn't on skates though. No, no, just at, just at the Rockford University. Fun. <laughs> it would be fun if it was on ice. I don't know the the villain kids thing is a good idea. So that might be fun. Yes, I've never seen this musical though. I you know like musicals, but I've never seen this one. Yeah, I've seen the show. My nephew likes it, so Ooh. it's I think it's pretty a pretty popular one. Okay, so I got it. Head out there, check it out, and as always, these are just a few of the events we have time. You, you can do the other one too. Okay, so we got time. Do we, the next one. We got time. All right. So speaking of ice skating, they have uh, Frost Fridays. The public ice skate is out at Carlson Ice Arena. So we're finally into October. So this runs every Friday from now all the way until April from. Um, 8 to 10 p.m. So big thing here is the skates in rental are only $7. Sounds like a good way for me to break my ankles. Yeah, that too. I, ice skating does hurt my ankles. I have weak ankles to begin with. Yeah. I tried rollerblading over the summer, and it's just, <laughs> yeah, didn't work out well. You might, you might want to sit this one out. <laughs> I might, or I might. Maybe I'll give it a shot. I gotta, I gotta, there you go. I gotta, if you don't use it, you lose it. That's what they say about the human body. So, you know, maybe I'll go and give it a shot. Who knows? Yes. But uh, that's all stuff you can do. And as he said, go to uh, gorockford.com. And uh, sign up for the e-blast every week, the uh, the go guide there to get everything that he just talked about and more. Yes. So Dan from the Rockford Area Convention of Visitors Bureau, as always, thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you next week. It went downhill from there. 104.9, the Morning X. October's here officially. We had a we had a couple of uh, April days here in October. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got lucky there for a while, but yep, getting colder. I'll take the cool down. I'm kind of ready for it. Yep, same. You know, I don't really need us to go past sweatshirt weather, but outside of that, yeah, I like jacket weather. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, when I have to start bundling up to take my dog out, I'm not ready to start yeah. shoveling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, we can we can hold off on that. Because remember last year, last year it snowed and then didn't stop snowing until March. Yeah, it just kept dumping on just us. Kept snowing because you couldn't clear it. The yeah. plows couldn't clear it. Our apartment there was there was four feet of snow on the sidewalks outside our apartment. Like they didn't clear the sidewalks. Like it just it couldn't it couldn't be cleared. So like I had to like literally dig places for my dog to take a dump. <laughs> Like it was. Yeah, well, you have a little dog too. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Having to take him out. Yeah. In negative four weather, and he won't go because it's that cold. Not looking forward to that part. Uh, but yeah, I'll take this October weather. I'll take it. I'm w- right with you there. To be fair, I don't really blame them that they don't want to go when it's negative four. Like, I don't want to right, right. sit out there and pinch one off either. No, right? Who would want to? <laughs> no. and, you know, they're in bare feet, pretty much. You know, like it's I, someone's going to drag you outside naked <laughs> and make you walk around the yard until you have to go. I, I get it. I get it. Well, the difference between me and the dog is that the dog doesn't always understand that that's what he needs to do in order to go inside. Right. Me, I would know and would go immediately. That's true. You know, the that's true. Dog is is not. You'd be as, a good boy, Kev. Yeah. <laughs> good. Boy, would, yes. <laughs> yikes! Yeah, thinking about that. Oh yeah, yeah. Dragging me around by a by a chain around my neck and make me take a. There's got to be a website for this. This is, I guarantee you. There's, yeah, it's there. called Pornhub.com. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, more uh, exclusive and probably have to pay for it. But yeah, you can find this on there too. Yeah, guaranteed. Not me specifically, but you know, sure. Somebody. Yeah, sure. <laughs> 1049 The Morning X, it's Kev. Hey, Matt, Bears-Packers on Sunday. I know, I'm, I'm excited. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Not too excited, because I know what's going to happen, but... Why do you know what's going to happen? Well, they're missing a running back. We don't have uh, Montgomery's out, and I heard... Did you watch the game last week? We have a running game without Montgomery. And the other guy's out, too. Which guy? Number eight, uh, Damian Williams. Well, what happened to him now? He's got COVID. Oh, God damn it. That means, <laughs> that means the whole team... <laughs> so might have it, and they might cancel the game. Ah, uh, well, nah. I mean, you got to have a lot of guys out. It's just him. He's in protocol or whatever. I don't know what that means. <sighs> that means isolation. That means they shoved him in a closet and said, "Don't come out till you don't have COVID anymore." Yeah, that's right. Go to your room. <laughs> uh, and more fun stuff. Uh, we have science news. Hey, science! All right, we, we, we got the science thing today. All right. Well, what's up in science? Apparently, lots. Uh, well, we'll start with, um, it's National Mushroom Day today. What kind of mushrooms? <laughs> of course you'd go the drug route right away. As with people listening, probably found <laughs> the same thing. New study out of Penn State found that people who eat a lot of mushrooms have a lower risk for depression. Now they're actually talking about mushrooms, not mushrooms. I see them growing in yards. I mean, can we eat those? I don't know if those are the kind you're supposed to eat. I don't think those are poisonous, like the ones, you, the big white ones you see in the yeah, yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know if they're nutritious or anything, but go they're, for it. They're probably poisonous. They help Super Mario. I know. <laughs> they sure do. They make him big. A lot of space news this week. Of course, you know, Shatner went to space. He did. It's funny because he was up there for 10 minutes. That's it. And not even in space for 10 minutes. They were in space for like three minutes and then had to come back just because that was the trip. I would. It's like a Disney, right at Disney World. Like you go up, you look at space, and you come back down. Wow. All right, it's over. That's pretty cool, though. Like if I ever have a chance, I'm doing it. I was talking to Lou, and we decided that like going to space and seeing the Earth, it, it would be like Niagara Falls, right? You get there, and it's like, wow, what a sight. And then like three <laughs> minutes later, you're like, now what do we do? 
Right. Hope this thing makes it back to Earth. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, simulation found that diverting an asteroid by hitting it with a nuke might actually work. Oh, good. So we don't got to send Bruce Willis up there. Excellent. No, we do. That's what they're saying. That would be a good idea. Oh, I, I thought meant you meant like shooting it at it. You mean like going up there, planting it. Yeah. Oh, man. Well... Let's, let's How go. else are they going to get it on the asteroid? I don't know. I figured they'd just shoot it at the asteroid. Robots? I don't know. We I, live in a crazy time. Yeah, we do. And it's all speculation. William that, Shatner's going to take it up there. That sounded like a horrible sentence. William Shatner's going to take it up there? Oh, man. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, now that you say it that way, I forget that we're on the rock station. Your brain's on drugs, mine's on gross things. We'll yep. just put it that way. Researchers in Switzerland say Venus probably never had any life on it. Blah, 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 You can't blah. live on Venus. It's too hot. It's close to the sun. Right. Mercury, Venus, then Earth. Uh, researchers in Arizona State think they figured out why wisdom teeth come in so late. Why? Is that a joke? Why is that? Why would it be a joke? I don't know. Why do wisdom teeth come in so late? <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and why do they call them wisdom teeth? When they yank them out of your head? That's not very wise. <laughs> Dumb. That was pretty good, though. Yeah. That would be what he would say if he was doing a joke about... <laughs> if you're so wise, then how come you can't keep them in your head? And who are these people taking them out? <laughs> Dennis, who needs them? Remember that episode? A dentist one? Yeah, you're an anti-dentite. Did, didn't <laughs> Brian Cranston play he the was. dentist? Tim, Dr. Tim Watley. Yeah. He was so good. Do, I'm telling you, Brian Cranston, whatever role he's in, he just crushes it. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a class act. He's the best. Class act. Dr. He's, Tim Watley. <laughs> the sleazy dentist. I love it. <laughs> They take wisdom teeth out. <laughs> uh, apparently, people think uh, that it's a byproduct of uh, leftover from evolution. Oh, uh, okay. But apparently, it's not a leftover of evolution. It's actually evidence that we are evolving further. So, like, our our species, whatever the word is, knows that the wisdom teeth don't fit in your head when you're small. So it evolved to have them start coming in later when you're bigger, so that hopefully, eventually, they'll fit in your mouth. Well, if they're leftovers, why don't we put them in the fridge? Put them in the fridge! I'm not eating those! I'm done. <laughs> How Jerry, hi. in the morning, X. And it is Grandma. 807, powered by Expert Electronics. Grandma, you took my wisdom teeth. Headquarters. Yeah, Jerry, uh, he we're pulled it right out of my mouth. Great radio. I mean, we're just we're driving it home. We're just we're just packing it in today. Uh, that, my friends, Michael is coming in after Someone dropped off free donuts in the kitchen. We're going to go down there and lick them all. That's hot. We'll be right back on the Morning X. Uh, but right now, in studio, in studio, Mike Peck of the Rockford Ice Hogs. Look at that. Oh, man. The chair even, it, it feels like it did before. Like, I mean, it's got to have been about a year and a half, you know? It Has had, anyone sat in this chair in the last year and a half? Yeah. You know, a couple of people filter in and out since we've been having in-studio guests again for, you know, a few months. Yeah. Well, it's, this is great. I mean, I love what you did with the place. Thanks. Absolutely nothing is what I did. <laughs> <laughs> nothing has changed in here. No, nothing at all. 
Uh, last time you were in studio with me, was Lori here still? No, no. It was uh, March 6th, 2019. He remembers the date. I do because that was the date of our last game. Okay. It was a Friday. <laughs> and um, yeah. it was that was our last home game before everything uh, shut down. So, and I mean... Kind of ironically, our, our next uh, our, our next home date with fans will be November sixth. So it'll be twenty months between home games where we'll be open to the public that at is the BMO. Out of control. I mean, it's been way too long. Twenty months. I mean, think about like right now saying this will be the last time you do something for the next twenty months <laughs> that you do regularly in your job. I mean, it's just it's it's crazy. All right, well, we're going to talk to Mike uh, coming up here really soon about uh, everything that's going on this season. We're going to see if we can get a, a preview. Of what we can expect this year. and uh, oh, I better start st- studying up or something. Yeah, you better get out your phone and email somebody real quick. <laughs> hey, what do I tell them? <laughs> That's all coming up on The Morning X. 1049 The Morning X at 816. It is Kev. And um, he's here. There Mike, it is. Mike Peck from the Rockford Ice Sox. You're like a wrestler. You get your own entrance music. Yeah, you know, they always, you know, people always ask that question, what would your walk-up music be, right? Like that like you're a baseball player and I guess this would be it right there, right? Yeah, well, to bring the listeners up to speed since you really haven't been on for a while. Um I went to Mike Peck's profile page on icehogs.com just to get a little background on him and it says on their favorite song Tub thumping from Chumbawamba, and I, you you told me that you didn't write that. I didn't. I, I actually think it says that. Um, I think it says something uh, along the lines of a big Chumbawamba fan, and I've seen him in concert like sixty four times or something ridiculous like that. Um, false. Tub thumping though, not a bad song. Um, but yeah, that, I, I didn't write that. That was our old uh, PR guy, Chris Robinson. Um, I think he rewrote a few bios on the webpage because sure. people weren't getting back to him. He was one of those like, "Hey, I need update bios. Send me information." And I probably didn't. Uh. And that's what happens when you don't answer requests in the Ice Sox office. All right, we're gonna put the you love Chumba Wumba as your punishment. <laughs> I just wondered. I, I, wanted, I, I never asked him this, but I wonder if he had like a list. Like, all right. Peck's getting the Chumbawamba line. Okay, scratch that one off. He's getting Chumbawamba on his bio. <laughs> I wonder if, uh, you know, like, I think the first time I had you here and I played that song, and I was looking for a reaction from you, and I think you just thought I was just playing bumper music or whatever, uh, because you didn't really react like I'd hoped, and then and that's when I found out that that was fake. It was, I'm like, what? This is your favorite song, right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you were expecting I was going to get start jamming or something, right? Yeah, or just sing headbanging along. to your favorite band. I mean, I wasn't even about to judge you for it. Now, I, can anyone name another Chumba Wumba song? That's that's the real question. No. And if you can, don't hang out with me. That's <laughs> <laughs> you know, and this whole thing is kind of blown up. My sister-in-law actually got me a shirt that says, Got Chumbawamba. So Love I have that. a shirt that, that, yep. And you don't wear that every time you come in studio for some reason. I don't understand. All <laughs> right, well, next Friday, it's happening. <laughs> yes, please, please make that happen. Uh, we do have to get to uh, some business here because uh, tonight's the night, first game of the season for the Rockford Ice Hogs. They're away in Grand Rapids, is that right? Yeah, we're on the road for the first couple weeks. Tonight is the uh, the official season opener for the Ice Hogs. First home game won't be till uh, November 6th because of some renovations going on at the at the arena. But uh, tonight in Grand Rapids, tomorrow night in Chicago, and uh, I think it's six straight games on the road before we're, we're home. Tickets being sold for the games now? Uh, they are. Not yet. They're on sale next Friday at 10 a.m., which we haven't even officially announced yet, so I guess I just announced it. Oops. <laughs> Can I do that? I guess I just did. I know. No. We'll find out yep. if uh, somebody other than Mike Peck is on the air with me next yeah, Friday. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, next Friday, 10 a.m., tickets will go on sale, individual game tickets, um, online, uh, at the box office, or over the phone. Does anyone actually go to the box office anymore for stuff like that? I uh, like to think there are some classic people out there who do. Yeah, camping out. I expect people camping out Thursday <laughs> night, so you better get there early, because all the good seats are going to be taken at I mean, 10.02. It's, it's not a Garth Brooks concert or anything. Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. <laughs> you know, it was Metallica coming here, or what's yeah, going right, on? right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what people would think as they drove by. Uh but that's cool, man. I, I, it's awesome that people are going to be able to come and watch the Hogs again. Yeah, last year it, it sucked. I mean, you know, it, it, it sitting in that empty building was it was not fun. I mean, at first it was kind of like, oh, this is cool, we get to see hockey, and then we got about halfway through the first period, it was like, this is really depressing. I imagine, like, there's nobody here. I imagine it sounds like practice. It does. We pi- we piped in some some fake crowd noise. Did uh, you really? We wanted to. Try to mimic a, a, a real game situation for the players. And were they doing that in other stadiums in the league, too? Uh, I think most of them were. I know yeah. they did that at the United Center. Um, and, and it was more or less for, it was for the players. I mean, we played music. Uh, we announced goals. We had goal horns. Um, we, we did as much as we could to mimic a real game without anybody in the building. Just, you know, for the players to put them in that mindset of you're playing in a game and you're playing yeah, in pro I, hockey. And yeah, you know, like, you don't think about that being for the players at all, you know, but like when you get the crowd in there, there. You get the the sound effects and all that. That's entertainment value for a person watching the game. But you don't think about that affecting the players. Well, and you know whether you've played in a band, you've played sports growing up, you, you did any acting. Think about like you're sitting rehearsing or you're practicing, and then you do it in front of people. Like yeah. you just. I'm not even talking to a lot of people. Let's just say you're you're playing youth hockey and your aunt and uncle show up or your grandma shows up. You're juiced because oh, you know I got a couple extra people in the stands. Now multiply that by even just two thousand people, then up to you know 20,000 at the United Center. Yeah. I mean, it makes a huge difference. So bottom line is we can't wait to get people back in the building. I think about the form, the entertainment form of comedy, you know, whether it's stand-up comedy or, or you know, like sketch comedy or whatever, always better with an audience. Uh, there's a such thing as stand-up with no audience. That's called radio. And it, <laughs> it feels like you bomb every day. Because <laughs> even if you're being really funny, you don't know for sure. There's no reaction, right? Right. You don't get that immediate feedback. So it's, it's yeah, it is for the players. Even, even the, the away team. You know, feeding off that energy, whether you're getting booed or whatever it might be, there's just that atmosphere and that energy that you, you feed off. Do you of. get the sucks sound effect when they announce the players on the other team? That, that was just me up there yelling it. You know? <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Your goalie sucks. <laughs> yeah, that was that was me in the corner. Uh, yeah, that's one of those things I noticed at the Hogs games when they are announcing the players of the teams. When the other team comes out, every time they announce a name, all the Hogs fans go sucks. And it's like, uh, you know, Bjorn Flanderferg sucks. <laughs> Great forward. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of that college atmosphere. Um, you sure. know, if you ever, like Wisconsin Badgers do an awesome job up there of creating that atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's, we, we kind of have that here in Rockford, and it's very interactive with the fans. And that was all missing, and we cannot wait to get that back. Uh, how, how's the team looking this year? You know, uh, right. I'd say right now, really good. Um, there, there's a few guys. Unfortunately, they didn't make the Blackhawks that I think we're expecting to make the Blackhawks that are are down here in Rockford. And there's a good mix of young players that were here last year that are now in their second year. And not and not for lack of talent, but more no. for room on the team, right? Right. I mean, yeah, just competition. So yeah. it's it's a good problem for for the Blackhawks. I mean, the the Blackhawks are are trying to restock their their the organization. So yeah. and they have those guys for. 
you know, reserve purposes, right? Absolutely. Well, we have two goalies. We have we have three goalies here. That two of them for sure are NHL goalies, uh, Colin Dealey and Malcolm Subban. And then we have another a, a new a new goalie that you know is is developing to be a goalie of the future. So. Goaltending wise, we have three awesome goalies, and then just the roster up and down is it's it's pretty deep right now. Well, we're definitely looking forward to some ice hogs hockey again, man. It's been it's been something missing out of our lives here at the radio station, you know. But I think uh, you know the community as well has been looking for something to do. Yeah, I mean that's the biggest thing, right? All summer, people are saying, "Oh, this is going on. Let's go and do it." You know, now uh-huh. that everything's kind of getting back indoors, it's you know today finally feels like fall, and yeah, I mean this it, it's it's going to be great to, to be able to open doors and have people come back. Well, be on the lookout for it again. The first home game, November 6th, against? Uh, November 6th, against the Grand Rapids Griffins. Quick shout-out, by the way. Joey Z, Joseph Zakshevsky, making his NHL debut tonight on the uh, Chicago Blackhawks broadcast. That's excellent, So man. congrats Good. to Joey. i got to give that shout-out. Joey's done an awesome job, and I'm, I'm really pumped for him. That's a high-energy dude, too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. He's got a lot of energy. Yeah, a lot of talent there, and uh, I mean, he deserves it. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, and maybe if he gets called up permanently, Mike Peck can get back behind <laughs> the mic for the Ice Hogs. <laughs> maybe, maybe never, never say never. <laughs> and you know, what? I think when you come back next week, we'll we'll revisit your best broadcast moment of all time. Oh, can't wait! <laughs> he knows what I'm referring to. If you don't, uh, you're going to want to be here for this next week. Uh, Mike Peck, IceHogs.com for uh, everything Ice Hogs, of course, and to read Mike's brilliant bio. <laughs> Where he admits his favorite song. (laughs) Great to be back. Thanks for having me, Kev. Thanks. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, we need to play the thing now. There it is. Now those words you'd long for your whole life. I've got a tattlehead poking A. More on the Morning X after this. It's New Rock from Papa Roach. Kill the noise on 104.9 The Morning X. 9.12. It's Kev. Michael Palmandari's here. What's up, Michael? What's going on? Michael! What's up, dude? Dude, I totally forgot about that. I'm so glad you reminded me with that. Every time I see you, I think of the Jackson 5 movie and uh, the Jackson 5 dad Dude. just yelling, Michael! <laughs> I remember growing up watching that movie on VH1 because it was on like every single weekend. Oh, yeah. The story of the Jackson 5. Oh my gosh. Michael! Michael! Who put the towels in the pool? <laughs> oh he finds God. a towel in the swimming pool and decides it's beating time Yeah, yeah. because, because there's a towel in the pool. Who did it? Yeah, it's like, I'm going to discipline my kids by having them move these bricks from one side of the yard to the other and then after that y'all gotta practice your music yeah go dance yeah go dance for me Michael Michael <laughs> so every time I see you that's what I think well, Michael cool. I'm glad that every time you see me you think of the Jackson 5 story yeah that's it just, that, that makes sense just by name alone that's yeah all. exactly and I had four other siblings at one time and we were all a music group so it makes sense yeah it was it was the Palmondary 7 or... <laughs> that's not how you add <laughs> that's not... <laughs> One in four is, is, is not seven. It's five. Right. Okay, good. Uh, how you doing, man? man? Welcome back. I'm great. Thanks for having me back. Friend of the show. Michael friend Palmadary. of the show. Man, you have no idea how excited I am to be a friend of the show. And uh, we're, we'll have, we're happy to have you. We got something going on this weekend. And again, shameless self-promotion because I'm on this comedy show with you. <laughs> Dude, I never have a problem shamelessly <laughs> promoting anything I'm doing. See, but you're on as the guest to promote the show that you're doing, and that's different. But as the host of the show, myself, I'm like conflict of interest right but right. i don't care yeah no who could i don't care i don't, I don't care. care i don't have journalistic integrity <laughs> well you know me i just really like attention so yes. if you're like hey you want to come be on the show i'll be like yeah absolutely dude you don't get into the businesses that we're in 
because you don't want attention. Yeah, I haven't been performing my entire life because I'm shy and, you know, <laughs> I just don't want any. I'm going to be the guy in the corner at parties. Well, I never get invited to parties, but nonetheless. It's amazing to me how many famous performers have horrible stage fright, though. Well, a lot of performers are actually surprisingly very introverted. Like, yeah. I actually just watched uh, Bo Burnham's special, his first one the other night. What? Uh, I was so amazed by it. He was only 22 at the time, which made me jealous and uh, happy <laughs> right. at the same time. I'm like, you're 22. Right. And you did that. But I mean, I, I just I thought what he did was incredible. And it's just like, wow, you really understand that. What, he gets it. You know what I'm saying? Like he gets it. You're, uh, you're that young and you're doing a comedy special. It's just, it's it's unfathomable because my first set was I was 26. OK. You know, like I was that was my first set. OK. He's already at the point where he's doing specials. At age 22. Right, right. Even about Eddie Murphy, uh, delirious. He was 23 years old. Right. Well, he got onto uh, Saturday Night Live when he was like 19. Yeah. You know, so I look at that and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, at the ripe age of 35, I'm, you know, on my way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll be there soon. Yeah. We'll be there soon. Do you remember your first uh, time on stage? Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my first time on stage. It was like, I was like 20 years old, I think. I think I just turned 20. So it was a while ago. Um, and I remember uh, there was this um, comedy club out in Oaklawn, Illinois, one of the suburbs. It was called Sinise's Barrel of Laughs. I remember. Which is long since gone, Ooh. unfortunately. Um, but I remember this place is like two and a half hours from here, maybe two hours. But because I got lost and didn't know where I was going, it <laughs> took me like three. But I didn't know how to get this. is like before GPS. Remember MapQuest? Oh, yeah. Printed oh out gosh, directions. I printed it out. <laughs> I went, like the MapQuest, like they were so detailed on like driving instructions. It was like back out of your driveway. I'm like, I understand that much. Remember, it took me like three hours to get there. I got lost. I had to stop at a gas station to ask for directions. I got there. The host was already up on stage doing a set. I was freaking out because I wasn't there on time. And then when the host got off the stage, I went up to him. I was like, hey, my name is Michael. Like, I'm so sorry I'm late. And he's like, I'll just put you up last. I was like, no problem. Um, Every comic got 10 minutes, which I thought would have been cool. But as soon as I heard the first comic go up, I went, oh, this is going to be a really long night. <laughs> yeah. And of course the guy who went up right before me was like this national headlining comedian who just crushed it. The table in front of him was all of his family and friends. Like his, his you know, crowd work was incredible. And then Little old me goes up afterwards, but the host, who was already so drunk at that point, sure. is like, all right, we got one comic <laughs> left for you tonight. Uh, he was running late. Uh, listen, guy, he looked right at me. I'm sitting, like, right in front. He looked right at me. He's like, hey, man, I don't know how to pronounce your last name, so uh, <laughs> just come up here and do it yourself. <laughs> so I walk up to Crickets. Oh, no. Which was... You know, the sound from the audience from my entire set, of course. Sure. And I go up there. I was like, hey, my name is Michael Palmondary. It's Italian. <laughs> that being my first joke. And I thought just saying that I was Italian would get a laugh. Like, ah, he's Italian. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's a, that's a setup. Right. Right. It's usually, a setup. You usually follow that up with the funny part. Yeah. Yeah. There was no funny. <laughs> there was no funny. There was no funny that oh. night, unfortunately. But then I, I got off the stage. The best part about it, though, is the host. He goes around the room to the comics. And he's like, okay, rate yourself. How, how do you think you did on your set? One out of ten. And, of course, some guys are like, ten, ten, ten. 
And, I, and he gets to me, he's like, what'd you think, guy? And I go, well, I, I think I got maybe two chuckles on a couple of jokes, so I'm going to say two out of ten. He's like, <laughs> you let us be the judge of what got laughs and what didn't. And, of course, everybody laughed. I'm like, you asked me to be my own judge. Yeah, that's that's he set you up for that. Yeah, thanks, Caesar. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Was that Bill Brady? No, he wasn't there. It was some other guy, but okay. I met him, and, and, and he came in and, and did a lot of stuff. And Well, you know who Ken Gar is, right? Oh, yeah. That's where I first saw Ken Gar, who is still one of my favorite comics today. Ken Gar, and, and we're, we're running out of time for this segment, so we're going to move on soon. But Ken Gar was the first comic I saw at my first real open mic. Right. Like, I signed up to go up, and I saw Ken Gar go up before me, and then I said, I'm not going up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I actually bailed that night uh, and then went back later. Right now, we have to do the tool of the day. That guy's a tool. You're a tool. Tool of the day. As always, a tool of the day powered by Retool of Rockford. They buy, they sell, and trade tools. And we make fun of tools. But in our case, it's idiots, morons, jerk-offs, jag bags, however you want to put it. <laughs> That's a good collection of names for him. <laughs> this guy comes from uh, Florida. To, oh, no, it's not Florida. I'm just used to it being Florida. We're going to uh, Altoona, Pennsylvania. Last Sunday, 51-year-old guy named uh, Anthony Towles worked at a Five Guys in uh, Pennsylvania there. Five Guys Burgers and Fries. And uh, one of his coworkers came up and told him, you're not working hard enough. You need to step it up. Now, what would you do in that situation? First thought, number one, is you either say, hey, man, I'm trying my hardest. Right? Right. Or... What, what would you say? I'd be like, well, what about the other four guys? <laughs> <laughs> They're not doing anything. Why don't you get them to do some work and have them work on some daily beautification lists here? Right. So Michael goes the humor route. Very funny, by the way. He goes the humor route. Um, or you could say, uh, or defend yourself a little bit and say, hey, you know, yeah, I'm working hard enough. Or you could say, I'm sorry. I'll step it up. Like right. a professional. Right. right. What does this guy do? He decides instead of all that. He decides to stab the guy in the head with a pen. What? <laughs> he stabbed the guy in the head with a pen? Yeah. They got arguing. They went outside into the parking lot, and he pulled a pen out of his sock, prison shank style. <laughs> Why is he holding pens and socks? Right. Why does he have that? Yeah, he's like, oh, you want to go at it? Let me pull my bick out of my sock here. <laughs> yeah. So he pulls the pen out of the sock, stabs the guy right in the side of his head, right behind his ear. Just gave him like a gash. You know, it didn't go in, but he's he, that guy's going to be okay. But uh, yeah, Anthony here's arrested. He's off to tool jail for felony charges for aggravated assault with an attempt to cause serious bodily injury. Well, you know, because those uniballs are. Uh, well, if he stabbed a guy with way. a pen, I think he's going to be perfectly fine in prison. <laughs> They do a different kind of stabbing there. Yeah, exactly. Don't be a tool like this, fool, but the right tool for your job is at Retool of Rockford. They're on East State Street. Go in, say hi to Dave, tell him the Morning X sent you, and uh, go to rockfordretool.com. You're listening to Kev. Think that makes you cool with the cool kids in school, Fred? On the Morning X. This Morning X at 9.35. We are powered by Expert Electronics, your car audio, and Tint headquarters. Michael, I really have to hit the N in the word Tint, because I was told at one point I was leaving it out, and if you do the math there... Uh, that's another word. 
If you do the math there, you'll probably come up with seven instead of the correct number. <laughs> All right. All right. That's a callback to earlier when I uh, definitely did poor math. Uh, Michael Palmdary is here. Uh, we're doing a show, man. Yes, we are. We're doing a show. We're doing a show tomorrow night. Uh, for the listeners, if you are interested in seeing the show, which you should, uh, it is at Hope and Anchor Pub. Uh, the show is at 8 p.m. It is a $5 cover. That $5 cover will actually be added to your bill at the end of the night. Um, I would highly suggest you call Hope and Anchor Pub to reserve a table, reserve some seats because they do fill up really quickly. So call Hope and Anchor during their normal business hours. Their number is follows 815-633-2552. Again, the number is 815-633-2552. Again, 8 p.m., $5 cover. Uh, the show is being brought to you by Fats Productions Presents. Uh, and if you want to know where live comedy is happening in the state line, please go on to Facebook. Follow Fats Productions Presents. That's F as in Frank, A as in Apple, T as in Tom, S as in Sam. <laughs> I had to get that out of there because some people were like, what is it called? Fats Productions Presents. Follow our events because we're bringing live comedy live Live quality comedy, in my opinion, to the state line every month, and we're doing shows pretty much every weekend. I was going to spell with a PH, so you know. That's I'm what glad, I was going to do because pretty hot and tempting productions presents. Precisely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is the first uh, stand-up comedy show you and I have been on together. Yes, yes, and I'm excited about this because I saw you performing last weekend at CG's Comedy oh, Club stop. out in Bolingbrook, <laughs> and you crushed it, dude. You absolutely crushed it. I'm I'm excited to do this show with you. We have a great lineup. I'm not just saying that because I'm biased because we're on up. We're on it, but the lineup is as follows. I'm hosting the night, and then we have two guest features, one of my favorite comics, one of my close buddies, Scott Galvin. And then, of course, the other guest feature is the man sitting across from me right now, the host <laughs> of the morning radio show, 104.9 The X, Kevin Wood. Okay. And then I don't we <laughs> use my real name on the air. That's <laughs> Now everybody knows. Oh, everybody, so you weren't saying it for a long time, what your name was? Not my last name, but it's fine. I, I think I, I might have said it before. Well, okay, I'm sorry. I blew your cover here. Now I'm going to get canceled because they're going to find all my old stuff, and they're going to go through the whole rigmarole, and I'm going to get canceled. But... Well, your last name is actually spelled W-O-U-L-D, right. so Kevin yeah. would do this, but he's <laughs> not. <laughs> but then also to finish off the night, we have our main feature, Lauren Vino, and then we have our headliner, who in my opinion... And is one of the best comics working today, Adam Burke. Adam Burke is great. Where is he, is he, is he Irish? Australian? What's no, his he's accent? Irish. He's, he's from Irish. Ireland. Okay. Which, those of you that listen to NPR, he does a lot of panel on that as well. Um, but please come check out the show. I mean, we've all been stuck inside from the pandemic for so long. So please come out, check out some live comedy. It's going to be a fantastic show. Again, 8 p.m., $5 cover. Call Hope and Anchor to reserve a table. It's a very British sounding uh, club. Yes, yeah, yes. Oh, gosh. Anchor. You should. You got to look at their menu, which their menu is fantastic. It's such good food. I always eat there before the shows. But They got fish and chips, right? Yeah. Oh, of course. You can't have an English pub without having fish and chips. You must. It's a must. It's like having a Burger King without the Big Mac. Exactly. Well, anytime I go to Burger King. <laughs> it's the Whopper. It's wait, <laughs> you just got the two places wrong. The, the Big Mac it's the Whopper. is for McDonald's. I quit. That's... All right. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be taking over the morning radio show at 104.9 The X. You can listen to Michael in the morning. <laughs> uh, if, you don't <laughs> call it, if you don't call it Michael on the mic, uh, you're fired. That's oh, me. I should. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's like the well, you know what? I'll tell you what, Kevin. I'll have you on as a guest from time to time if oh. you have anything you want to plug. Oh, great. Thank you. <laughs> you're you're welcome. Uh, more with Michael Palmandary soon. The Real Report on the Morning X. Am I even on? There we go. It's a Real Rock <laughs> Report. 
Powered by Oscar's Pub and Grill and, and Jack's Pub. And with the report, as always, is Lou. Ghost Papa Emeritus 4. He's now a character that you can play in Iron Maiden's Legacy of the Beast game. You can log into the game, rack up points to access the character. He's going to be playable until November 14th. Metallica, they posted another video of their performance for Who the Bell Tolls. For, for whom the bell tolls. I can't talk. You can't turn a mic on and I can't talk. <laughs> it's fine. From the Aftershock Festival, Metallica's also raffling off an all-black Mercedes AMG GT Stealth Edition to raise money for their All Within My Hands Foundation. If you want to take a crack at that, head to omaze.com slash winastealth to enter. And New Rock out this weekend, Dead School of Thought. Also, Ice Nine Kills, The Silver Scream 2, Welcome to Horrorwood. That includes A Single Rainy Day and Tom Morello's The Atlas Underground Fire. That includes collaborations with Bring Me the Horizon, Eddie Vedder, and a ton more. That's your old rock report powered by Oscars Pub and Grill on East State and Jack's Pub in North Perryville. Both open at 11 a.m., setting you up with 450 Captain Morgan, Tito's, Jameson, and Screwball every day, plus 350 House Wines and Happy Hour Specials on apps every weekday, 4 to 6. Thanks, Lou. You got it, man. 57 degrees, the high for today. That's it. October's here. We just got to deal with it. And uh, clear skies overnight into the 60s all weekend with some sunshine. Full forecast at thexrockford.com from 13WREX, your weather authority. And uh, Michael Palmendary is still here. I'm still here. Hanging, man. What's up? Oh, man. Just getting ready for that show tomorrow night that we're doing. Yeah, Listen to the Rock Report. We're going to be out at Hope and Anchor. Heck yeah, we are. Hope and Anchor, English Pub. Please come check it out. 8 p.m., $5 cover. Again, Fats Productions presents. Follow us on Facebook, please. Uh, Michael Palmendary, of course, uh, great actor as well as a, uh, a comedian. Oh, uh, thanks, buddy. Definitely. We had him uh, in Little Shop of Horrors. Right. And, uh, you know, off to the side, he does some stand-up there, eh? You, ever, <laughs> you, do, listen, you, you doing some of your little skits this weekend? You're doing some skits? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When people see me do skits, they're like, yeah, let's just put hey, them I off to the side. I have an idea for a joke for you. Yeah. <laughs> How about you put that, that in one of your comedy skits? Right. Yeah, anytime I'm around somebody and something funny happens, I put that in one of your comedy skits. I love it when people are all like, oh, you got to put that, put that in your show. It's just like, why would you think that I would want to talk about you in my show? Like, I'll talk about myself. I know what's going into my act, folks. Trust me. Oh, yeah. People at work sometimes be like, I bet I'm all over your comedy. Like, I bet you have a ton of jokes about me. I'm like, no, I don't think about you that much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't flatter yourself. She's a big fat zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Nothing. How about you come see one of my shows and you'll find out that there is zero <laughs> material about you. How about this one? Can you tell me a joke right now? Oh, I was just going to say oh, people that's, like, that's cringeworthy. Uh-huh. You're a comic, tell me a joke. It's like, no, no, I'm not going to do that for you. I have a go-to joke that I tell when they ask me that. What's that? And it makes them not ask anymore. What's that? It's pretty much, it goes like this. I make them think I'm doing one thing, and I misdirect them. It goes like this. What, why was six afraid of seven? Because seven murdered six's whole family. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, that's that's pretty dark. I'm not going to ask again. I'm glad. I, I like the fact that when you finally get numbers correct, it has to do with murder. <laughs> yeah. Earlier, yeah. I had a little bit of an adding problem on the yeah. air, and he's still giving me crap about it. Dude, you're never going to live that down. Okay. <laughs> he says, me and four other guys. I'm like, oh, it's like the pulmonary seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got six other siblings out there somewhere I don't know about, and we're still waiting to create a musical act together as my dad yells at me. My Sicilian father just yells at me in the backyard for not moving the bricks in the right spot. <laughs> Michael! Michael! Eh, no, for me, for my dad, like, hey, Michael, you gotta move the bricks! My dad's not even from Sicily. That's just how I make him sound. He's from Rockford. You make him sound like Super Mario. I know, I know. Well, yeah, yeah, he does. He he was a plumber and he wears overalls, so it makes sense. It fits. People are mad that Chris Pratt is not, or is not Italian enough to play the voice of Super Mario in the upcoming movie. Is he even Italian at all? Pratt's not Italian. 
He, yeah, right. Pratt's Does not it at all. Matter if What's he's Mario's real last name? Mario. Their names are Mario, Mario, so and Luigi, Mario, Mario right? Exactly. Like, so those, it's that's I why mean, they're the Mario brothers. I don't know. That doesn't really sound super Italian. But like, he's doing the voice. Does he need to be Italian to do the like? Are people going to listen to? Uh, I'm Italian, so like, are people listening to me right now? Like, I can tell that guy sounds Italian. Yeah. <laughs> what about the guy that's done his voice for the video games all these years? Which just like, woohoo! Exactly. That guy, is he Italian? And, yeah. and he's like, it's offensively Italian, the way yeah. he does. It's a me! Well, yeah, and he does that hand gesture, yeah. and he's like tossing dough when he's making pizza when he does it. So. <laughs> uh, and, and the folklore I grew up with, the Mario folklore that I grew up with, was that Mario and Luigi lived in Brooklyn. Right. Y- yeah. Yeah. So they're not even like off the boat I mean, Italian people. Oh, my gosh. Captain you... Lou Albano? Was, was he Italian? I don't know that he was. Maybe oh, he was. Oh, Lou Albano, one of the greatest wrestling managers of all time. Right. He's Italian. But also, what about the 1993 classic hit film? Is Bob Super Hoskins Italian? Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo? Not Italian. Yeah, one Bob is Hoskins. The other one is Puerto Rican, and they, but Actually, they were really... That movie was dog so crap. So bad. Yes. But so bad. Those two... Were good actors. They were. They did the move. They did the roles well. It yeah. was just a terrible movie. But they, the movie was so bad, and they hated doing it so much. They would drink every day on <laughs> set. <laughs> so they're giving like drunk performances, which I probably would do too. But who's who's the other guy? The bad guy that played Koopa, Dennis, oh, Dennis Hopper. Hopper. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I first saw him in the movie Speed. He scared me, but then I actually, yeah, Speed and and uh, uh, Super Mario Brothers probably came out around the same time, didn't it? Close, yeah, close, close. close. Not, yeah. Too, not too far apart. But yeah, that movie did not follow the video game it, at all. It, it, anyway, and I have read that uh, Dennis Hopper was getting into screaming matches with the director because they were changing the script as they were going. Like just oh, mid scene, really? they're like, you know what? No, let's do this instead. And he was flipping out. Well, probably because he was drunk. The production. He oh, was yeah. probably drunk. <laughs> probably had to be at that point. Oh my gosh, absolutely. I'm like, we're doing what? Uh, I would love to have Michael Palmdary uh, for five more hours, but unfortunately we are going to run out of time here. So uh, don't forget, tomorrow night, Hope and Anchor, I'm on the show. More importantly, Michael Palmdary, Adam Burke on the show, and uh, Lauren... Lauren Vino and Scott Galvin are on the show. Remember, Hope and Anchor, 8 p.m., $5 cover. Give them a call, 815-633-2552. Support local comedy. He's not even reading off a of paper. I just want you to know that. That, that came all from memory. Yeah, it's, it's I'm an actor. Good. I memorize lines quickly. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Well, we hope to see you out there. And, I can't uh, say the, the phone number for our radio station without <laughs> reading it over there. I, I say it five times a day. Well, Kevin can't add, and he also can't turn on a microphone. So between the three of us, we'll make sure we get people out there. We're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> We're success stories. This morning, X Power by Expert Electronics, your car audio and tent headquarters. Uh, back on Monday, half to 10 after 10 o'clock. Downhill from there. 104.9 The Morning X. And thanks again for listening to The Morning X this week podcast powered by Expert Electronics. Now you're all caught up. Look at you.